I'm Julian Field. I'm Liv Akar. And this is The Perverts Podcast, where we venture into horny online subcultures and take you along for the ride. By nightfall, a malaise had set in. I had spent all day on sex doll forums and perused online catalogs of lifeless, sometimes dismembered female bodies. I had read discussions of orifice quality and cleaning techniques, dug into internecine strife between doll lovers and doll manufacturers, and read long, meandering posts about companionship and loneliness. And I had learned of the existence of the vajankle, a highly realistic human foot with female genitalia built into its stump. I went for a walk through the darkened neighborhood, attempting to settle my mind. Occasionally, I crossed a few realistic human beings, fully articulated, clothed, and returning home from a day at work. Could they tell? Did they know? Avoiding eye contact, I continued on my way, the way of the pervert. Joining us this week in the dollhouse, we've got Alice Avizandum from The Trash Future, Kill James Bond, and Well, There's Your Problem podcasts. Welcome, Alice. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Uh, thank you for dragging me in off the street, propping me up in a chair. And, you know, <laughs> I, I hope to provide a kind of simulacrum of a podcast guest. Yeah, we didn't have to uh, buy one of those stands because you have one of those kind of locking ankle formats with, you know, a hard metal core to your feet. Exactly. I'm, I'm often talking about my, my hard metal core. It's like a, a big selling point for me. <laughs> I have one of those too, which is why I'm stopped uh, when I go through the airport scanner, always. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, mine's because of being transgender, but, you know, also the metal core doesn't help. Yeah, it's a double whammy situation. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they do the, uh, you know, the gender selecting scan thing, and it's like male, female, large metal core, it's like... <laughs> You have something like silicon near your like pelvis region. We're not really sure. <laughs> That's the large metal core, for fuck's sake. Entering our doll era. The modern sex doll, as will be appearing in this episode, is surprisingly sophisticated. On the cheaper end, these things cost $500 to $1,000, but the most lifelike of them can go for beyond $10,000, all for the purpose of replicating a real human woman as accurately as possible. They include customizable faces and bodies, temperature regulation mechanisms, removable inserts for the mouth, vagina, and asshole for cleaning. <laughs> I, I, I have to confess, I haven't thought about the maintenance of a sex doll a great deal. Oh, yes. Because it, it, it's an investment, <laughs> right? You, you buy it for a long time, you're going to oh, come yeah. in it a lot. Presumably, mm -hmm. I mean, you, you got to get the come back out again, but like... God, I just having to visualize that. Yeah, because the real ones, you know, they clean themselves. Yeah, that's that's right. It. Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's the next like part of sex doll technology. What the, is the like they get oven. out of bed, they yeah. get the the towel, wipe it off. You know. <laughs> yeah, they they awkwardly ask you, okay, how are we gonna do this? And then they disappear <laughs> for a while. Great, we, you took a perfectly good sex doll and you gave it anxiety. <laughs> and many more bizarrely specific features to ensure that anyone with enough money can have their perfect woman built according to their exact desires. And these things have an uncanny similarity to real women. Some of the photos of these dolls took me a second to register that they're actually just intricate facsimiles made for sex perverts. You know, you can, you can go to Britain if you want to read this exact sentence verbatim written about, like, living <laughs> women. Yeah, the, the subconscious cannot help but speak on this one when I was typing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really look forward to the, the next book in the Harry Potter series, Harry Potter and the Intricate Facsimiles for Sex Perverts. <laughs> 
But these sort of sex dolls have only been on the market for the past 27 years. And so they're far from the beginning of people's perverted relationship to these facsimiles. In the ancient Roman playwright Ovid's poem Metamorphoses, a character named Pygmalion, who is unsatisfied with the many flaws he finds in real women, carves a statue of a woman out of ivory. He then finds this statue so perfect that he falls in love with it. Yeah, Galatea, uh, also the name of an early interactive fiction game. We love to be so good at sculpting that we're like, this is better than women, because women are gross, and this is like... Like Pygmalion, he, he, he detests beyond measure the faults which nature gives to women, which, interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ivory seems a little rough on the, on the cock, but who am I to say? Oh, I mean, you smooth that shit down, and then you have a sort of an experience, I guess. Personally, I would, I would, I'm like an open-minded guy, so I would, I would make it out of ebony, but ivory's fine too. <laughs> to fuck the the stone woman specifically, I, I think you would get it would get like moss or something, you know, like. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would have some kind of like pubic lichen develop over time, I have to imagine. Yeah, that would be cool. It's like a chia pet and the pubes grow in. Oh, God. <laughs> well, this story is obviously fictional. It seems to have been based upon some actual events within the ancient world. As it turns out, a lot of guys wanted to fuck the statues back then. <laughs> it's like a normie kink in the, in the like Hellenic world. It's like being a foot guy. It's a yeah. guy, guy who wants to fuck the statues. Yeah. One of the reasons for this is because, to quote Alex Scobie and Tony Taylor from an article by Jesse Baring, The early civilizations provided an abundance of sculptured human figures with which people could identify, and these were representational in appearance, coloring, and size. The statues were placed on street level rather than high up on pedestals. Hence, the statues were life-size, lifelike, and so conveniently accessible as to enable the populace to form personal relationships with them. Wait, so now I'm imagining a guy sneaking out in the night and just fucking statues. That's, that rules. That, that's when being a pervert took some fucking effort. You had to go and, like, sodomize a public piece of art. Julian, you don't have to imagine. <laughs> okay. They, they had, they had uh, you know, the herms, you know, the statues that are just, like, sculptural head and shoulders, and then it's a column with a dick on it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Alcibiades got in trouble in ancient Athens for, like, running around snapping the dicks off all of them before going to war in Sicily, which... Uh... I'm a postmodern man, so I only uh, um, have sex with the Jeff Koons uh, inflatable like dogs. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah, the new stereotype of white women is that we want to fuck the Jeff Koons inflatable dogs. <laughs> I guess it's a balloon dog. I don't know why I said inflatable. Balloons are inflatable. That's fine. Because we're talking about sex dolls. Yeah. yeah. Inflatable is a word. It's right there. <laughs> that's a really important like market business idea for like white women mm -hmm. that hasn't been really... Taking advantage of yet, I think. The, uh, putting, a, putting a mouth on the dogs? <laughs> One of the examples of these statue fuckers that Jesse Baring provides in their article Hearts of Stone is an account written by a Greek writer named Athenaeus in the 2nd century. Cleisophus of Cilimbria fell in love with a statue in Parian marble at Samos, locked himself up in the temple thinking he should be able to have intercourse with it, and since he found that impossible on account of the frigidity and resistance <laughs> of the stone, he then and there desisted from that desire, and placing before him a small piece of flesh, he satisfied his desire with that. Ew, gross. I don't know what that means. He I tried to what steak. the fuck does that he mean? He fucked a steak. He had like a, like a steak and he fucked it. You've been listening to a sample of the Perverts Podcast. 
To get access to this mini-series as well as previous QAA mini-series and the entire archive of premium episodes, go to patreon.com slash QAA and subscribe for just five bucks a month. Thank you, beautiful gooners. And goonettes. Check, 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 check.